Egypt, but I can guess it's hell on earth. I don't even want to know how's the weather in spiritual Sodom, but I'm guessing pure death. But guess what? Zion is always flying. Every day is perfect weather in Mount Zion. City of innumerable angels, it is written, Hebrews chapter 12. So, uh, regardless of how earthly, unspiritual, or demonic anyone is, not you, but maybe someone that you know, you can always have a perfect weather system in your renewed mind by drinking the cup of the new covenant. <laughs> How's your drinking? Drinking, winning. Thinking, sinning. Stinking thinking is all thinking. For the only thoughts that are at peace with God, according to Romans chapter 8, are the mind of the Spirit thoughts, the Spirit of God's thoughts. We just don't trust the Holy Spirit to be smarter than us because we're so well educated. <laughs> God said to me, Babylon the Great consists of Roman militaries, Greek education, Pharisee politics, no, Herod politics and Pharisee religions. Excuse me. Great grace. Do I have to say that again? Maybe write that down. It's something you might want to take note of since you spend millions of dollars on Greek education killing your brains every year in America. Billions. Billions. These are money-making universities that just steal from you and kill your souls with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's just horrible what the universities do. I've seen my own family, people born again go to universities and come out communists. I've seen people go in Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled Christians and come out sodomites, whores of Babylon and full of spiritual Sodom, alcoholics and drug addicts, and just everywhere, full of STDs and full of sexual morality and even just as bad as just filling your brain full of information instead of filling your spirit full of sweet bliss of the Holy Ghost. I tell you the truth, the Holy Ghost is smarter than every professor in Babylon the Great's Greek education. That's a major issue because all y'all people are totally bewitched. I mean, just most of you just absolutely have ruined your lives in Babylon. And you can blame Satan because I blame Satan for it. But a lot of it is just because we're cowards and we're not willing to stand up and be rebellious towards Satan and his angels. You know, we don't want to sink the ship or muddy the waters, you know. We don't want to contest the establishment and everything that's been done under the sun for thousands of years of curses, you know, the fall, and fallen civilization, and fallen mankind, and fallen nations, and fallen angels, and fallen demon spirits that they serve as idols every time they serve creation more highly than the Creator. And this is perfect love, so do not misunderstand me. The truth will set you free. If you can hear the Word of God today, friends, receive it into your heart. The Word of God, living, active, energized, sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides your souls from your spirits. It divides the bones from marrow. And it judges the thoughts and the intents of all your hearts. And this sword will pierce your souls also. 
and it will reveal what's inside everyone's hearts in the entire world. I tell you the truth, God the Father is drowning all civilization, every nation, tribe, and tongue in the sword of the Lord, the living manna, the Word of God. What is the sword of the Spirit? The Word of God. Who is the Word of God? Revelation says He is King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus Christ, and there is none other. Revelation 19, He is the rider on the white horse. And there's not just one man on one white horse. Nuh-uh. Not in the Bible. There's an army of champions and overcomers of Babylon the Great that all depend on the Holy Ghost and nothing in this world. They do not serve creation. They serve the Creator. On them is tattooed, faithful and true. And they're loyal to their King, Jesus Christ. The King of Israel, the King of the Jews, and the King of all nations, tribes, and tongues. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The bright morning star intelligence is the mastermind behind all Red Letter Ministries 100% from the very beginning since the audible spoken word of God. <laughs> it just happens to be that we reveal what's inside their hearts. Because when the perfect comes, everything that's imperfect shall be removed, it is written. Am I perfect? Absolutely not! Oh! <laughs> that's the beauty of the Gospel. He uses the most wretched people, the scum and the refuse of all civilization, so that He gets all the glory. As it's written in Luke 7:47, whoever's forgiven much loves much. Amen. I've been forgiven all my sins. I've been forgiven all my sorceries. I've been forgiven all my religiosity and self-righteousness and ego and pride. All of that abomination of Lucifer that I'm something apart from God that I can do anything as my, a god, as an Elohim apart from my creator is an abomination of a being called a sorcerer in Babylon. I cannot live independent of my Father in Heaven. Not even a drop of my being. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened before. <laughs> Woo! You know that they're flaring up out there on Star Day. I've been doing professional inner city missions and broadcasting for 11 years every single day, 24-7, 365. We never take a moment off because during this type of intense spiritual warfare called Great Tribulation or Great Pressure of Potent Sorcery and the winepress of the wrath of the Almighty conflicting in all the air over all the nations, over all the surface of the earth, you can never take your armor off. You can never take your helmet of salvation off. You can never put down the sword of the Spirit. You know, that parable is written out in the Old Testament. You can, you have to have your armor on. You sleep in your armor. You sleep with the sword of the Spirit with you at all times. Some of you are attacked with night terrors and nightmares and demons while you're sleeping. Some of you have all kinds of problems of demons attacking you all the time. Thoughts in your head that aren't from God. The battlefield of the mind is a true battlefield. It's a real place. 
And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and the demolishing of arguments. Amen? The anointing demolishes arguments. Why? God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ more than anything desires unity of the brethren in the army of the Lord. And that is the desire of my heart more than anything. There are so many factions and divisions as it's written, a kingdom divided cannot stand. Satan's strategy has been to divide everyone against each other and he's been entirely successful just in the drunken glory movement, just in the charismatic church. There's uh, 10,000 denominations in the USA right now in 2017. You know, they always ask you, what do you believe about this? What do you believe about this? What is your doctrine? What is your theology? What is... It's not about that. That's demonic. It's not about that. Are you in the river of life? Are you a Christian? Do you have the Holy Spirit? Out of your heart proceeds rivers of living water. Only in the river will we have unity of the brethren in the army of the Lord. Father, I pray they may be one even as we are one. John 17, amen. The high priest's prayer. We are all saved by the same blood. We are all members in particular of the same body of Christ. All Satan can do is get in and get us trying to nitpick one another, bite at one another, be critical of one another, be jealous of one another, envious at strife with one another. Factions, divisions, arguments, debates, legalism, accusing one another in the nature of Satan, the accuser of the brethren, is everywhere. But I tell you the truth, it does not exist in the river of life. You can, you can tell a true disciple of the river of life has zero accuser of the brethren in them. As it's written, love covers a multitude of sins. Love finds not, it finds no evil in others. <laughs> love is not critical. Love is kind. Love is gentle. <laughs> it is not fault-finding. See, it always applies the love of God. It always applies His blood sacrifice. It never tramples the blood underfoot saying, you know, you did this, you did that. Here's what you did in your past. When you're in the river of life, you're always applying the blood of Jesus towards everyone. Until we do that, Christians, the world will be a mess. We are the answer for this entire world. The salt of the earth, a city on the hill, the body of Christ. All of us. Probably about a billion strong worldwide, amen? <laughs> but we're all locked up in our own little sheep sheds and our own little boxes of arguments and debates and doctrines and we're up with this pastor, we're with that pastor, we're with this apostle, we're with that prophet, we're with this son of God, we're with this mystic, we're with that mystic. You know, most people are just on their own like lone rangers living in caves like Samson and Elijah like David, hiding from the Saul system of religion. Saul represents religion. David had to hide in caves from religion because he was anointed and the anointing has nothing to do with religion. Never has, never will. <laughs> Who do you serve? The anointing, the Holy Ghost. He will lead you and guide you into all truth. <laughs> the paraclete, the one called alongside to help. We have no other God in this world, guys. We are the servants of the golden oil. 
the golden menorah, the seven spirits of God, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord are in all of us. All of us have the same Holy Spirit. And when we wake up and realize that and get out all of the bewitchment and all of the God outside-minded doo-doo voodoo, all that stuff washes out of us. All of our religiosity is just cast out of us and the demons leave us and we come out of Egypt and we come into the glorious river of life and the river of life is Zion where we're always flying. The river of life is third heaven on earth. In Matthew chapter 6, when Jesus Christ was teaching His disciples how to pray, He said, pray this prayer, on earth as it is in heaven. Well, was He talking about the stars of the second heavens? Literally? Hell no. He was talking about the bright morning star, maker of stars, maker of angels, of the third heaven, the uncreated light. <laughs> Yahweh Or, the Lord our light in Hebrew. The Lord is our light. Amen? The light that created all lights. That's why he's called in James, the Father of lights. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights in whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. <laughs> so he's fathering our light. And it's Shekinah. And it's Kavad. It's the glory of God. Amen? It's the bright, burning brilliance. That's the Shekinah, the brilliance, the brightness, the splendor, resplendent glory, blazing glory, blazing Shekinah. And it's also the heavy, weighty, drunken Kavad of God. That is the glory of God. That is the seven spirits of God. That is the Holy Spirit, our salvation. That is the cup of the new covenant. That is the blood of Jesus. That is the house of wine. That is heaven on earth. That is the river of life. Drink it, all of you. Just breathe it in. It's strong today. Let everything that has breath breathe in the seven spirits of God in all creation. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> hey, ask the Holy Spirit if you can make budget for Red Letter Ministries and become a monthly partner. We're discipling the nations, doing $25,000 in Facebook ads this summer alone, reaching 45 million souls for Jesus Christ, truly transfiguring civilization. Donate at redlettermin.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy uh, Labor Day. Actually, no Joel's Bar tomorrow. We got a Labor Day barbecue. We'll see you Tuesday. Love you guys. See you Tuesday. <laughs>